Welcome to Dakota Grappler Live. Your source for wrestling in the Dakotas. We will bring you coach interviews, individual rankings and results. News at all levels. Great conversation, wrestling mindset, and more. Now here's your host, John Gums. Hey, everybody, starting the show a little early. John Gums here with Dakota Grappler coming from the Fargo Dome today, having a special guest, which I've actually wanted on for a long time. Uh, Six-time state champion from South Dakota, uh, All-American for the University of Minnesota, uh, doing some MMA stuff and with Bellator, is that correct? Yeah. And then um, just been a fan of his for a long time. He was a very aggressive wrestler and nonstop. I always liked his style. Uh, Logan Storley, Webster. So here's another thing, Class B, which is, which guess what? I've always been known as a Beezer. I don't know if he has been a Beezer too his whole life, but that's part of it. Up on the top right, uh, I guess it's Bill Holton. He's my right-hand man. Everyone knows him. He is my college expert guru. We talk wrestling as much as possible. We just got done with a bracket show last night for all the North Dakota brackets for the state tournament. And then in the bottom right corner, we got Scott, Scott Andall. He's good buddy of mine and I always love talking to him he's been on several times and so the first thing I'm going to do is I, you don't need to know nothing about me we've got a short amount of time with Logan so I'm going to start him off right away and I want to just ask the first question of you know what are you doing now tell people tell people what you're doing right now so right now I fight professionally for Bellator um, I live out in South Florida um, and so yeah it's kind of that's what I do for a living full-time um, training twice a day and hopefully get to fight in April or May and get get everything going again we kind of got slowed down with covid and um bellator kind of switched over to showtime and did some little some changes like that so now uh we're ready to get going and then uh, i got two fights left on my contract so we'll see i guess after these next two fights whether uh whether we stay with um bellator or look at the ufc route so it's kind of kind of what i'm up to do you have a manager or are you currently ranked yep yeah so i got uh my, my agents from um from Sioux Falls, Dave Martin. Um, he's a lawyer, uh, and then um, I'm ranked top five. So I just fought uh, a guy. Guy had lost split decision, my first loss. Amosov from Ukraine. Um, he's fighting for the title probably. And then so um, yeah, top top five. So I'm right there. So hopefully go get a fight and then uh, be right back there. So you know, it stings a little bit, but I guess that's the way life goes. And you know get uh go on to the next one you know you're just moving on so mm -hmm. what would you say percentage wise is your wrestling benefited you for for fighting 100 percent, 90 percent. what's the biggest part um well yeah obviously i use a lot of wrestling in my fights um you gotta know everything when it comes to mma but i guess the biggest thing for me is just um the work ethic that wrestling taught me since i was five years old cutting weight the right way eating the right way just doing little things the right way showing up up on time you know, those are things that wrestling shows you, you know, and teaches you. And wrestling, you know, gets exposed at a young age. If you do things the wrong way, it gets exposed as a, you know, 12-year-old, 10-year-old. Um, when you're not, if you're not showing up, if you're not doing camps, things like that get exposed really young. And so wrestling just, you know, kind of taught you how to do things right and how to outwork everyone. And so that's the biggest thing I guess that I can take with me is when, with MMA is a lot of guys don't know how to cut weight. Um, you know, maybe guys aren't used to working as hard. You know, there's a lot of talented guys. I'm not saying that at all, that it's just wrestlers, but the wrestlers tend to kind of always be on time and are always ready to work. Okay, definitely. 
you got a question for him right away, Bill? Because I yeah, well, I, 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 I was kind of that, that's one of those things that I was wondering about, you know, and, and knowing that that had to be a competitive advantage for you. Uh, I know coming into that last fight, I, one thing I was, you know, kind of hanging my hat on for you was, you know, the ability to, you know, take it, take it the whole 15 minutes. And, yep. and you know, you're, you're obviously going against a good competitor there that was also undefeated and you knew it was going to be a, I mean, you know, I, you know, someone's, someone's going to lose that fight. Yep. Right. I mean, yep. but that was, that was one of those things that I thought should stand out, you know? Yeah, no, it was, um, it was the first time where you know, he was 25 and all, I was 11 and all. And, um, it was, I pushed him to deep waters. He was exhausted yeah. after the fight. He could bear, you know, second round, he was sitting down, you know, I thought I did enough to win. Um, but it is what it is, but right. I know that he doesn't want to fight again at that pace. <laughs> you know, I was exhausted too, but I know that you can always dig a little deeper and that those matches I've had in college and high school and just, you know, I've been pushed a lot and wrestling, you know, how many ever matches I have in my whole life, you know, you've found that you find out a lot about yourself and how, how deep you can dig. And so, um, it brought, brought the dog out in me, um, in that fight. And I was able to, you know, push him to the very limits and, and have him exhausted. So when was the first time you thought about fighting actually? Um, I had three f amateur fights in high school. Um, I, I remember that in, yeah, a in Aberdeen. Yep. And then, um, obviously went to college. And then when I got done with college, I knew that's what I wanted to go do. Um, it was, I think it was 16 was the Olympic year. And, um, I was kind of in between 74 kilo and 86 kilo Burroughs is at 74 and the 86 guys were massive. Um, and so I knew that I, I wanted to go fight and I've, trained with some really good guys and I knew I could be very competitive and do it for a living and, and take care of myself financially. And so that's why I chose that route. Definitely. What, what weight class are you fighting? 170. And so is, was, was that, is that a, a real hard cut for you now or is it kind of the same type, you know, uh, I was no, I 74 in college. Yeah, no, I definitely got a lot bigger. I walk around about 90 to 95 now cut down to 170, but I only have to do it three times a year, you know? Right. Bellator is that day before? Uh, day before. Day before yeah. in the morning. So In the morning. Okay. Um, you know, with college, it was twice in the same weekend. Right. You know, so and an hour before the duels. And so you just, it's a lot easier, I guess, um, recovering compared to college. Yeah. So who, uh, who are your training partners now when you're, you know? Uh, yeah, so I, I work out with uh, Robbie Lawler. Um, you know, he wrestled in high school. Mike Chandler, All-American. Usman used to be in our gym, you know, Division Two national champ. I was just out with Burns for the Usman fight, you know, and Gilbert's a great wrestler. Um, BJJ Black Belt, so we spend a lot of time. Pat Downey's down here now. Darian Caldwell. Um, Greg Jones is my wrestling coach, three-time NCAA champ. Uh, it's just full of – I mean, we got a lot of great wrestlers that were – Division one All Americans, Division one national champs, um, guys in the world team now with Downey. Um, so he's a main, you know, uh, drilling partner of mine. Even though he's mostly, you know, he's just he's training wrestling strictly right now. Um, but it's got a lot of really good guys and a lot of guys that um, have that are BJJ guys that also you know are fighters that have great wrestling too. And so kind of help each other out with that. So it's 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 fun to see the different styles and kind of mix the two a little bit and they've helped me a lot with just scrambles. Um, I went back and wrestled with the college guys, obviously this year with COVID I haven't, but, um, 
I find some little some little different things I put in my wrestling now with um, the grappling aspect, and um, it's helped me. So um, it's fun, you know, just to go back and I guess there's no pressure now with the wrestling. It's just having fun and wrestling the college guys. So, okay, uh, Scott, you got a question for him? Yeah, uh, when it comes in, and Logan, what what's your sights? What do you want to do? You know, you stay in the MMA, help out, coach stuff like that, or oh, got other things? Yeah. Um, yeah, no, I, um, you know, I always wanted to coach division one. That's what I've always wanted to do. And then obviously <clears throat> wrestling, um, when I got into MMA and everything else, but it's, uh, it's just tough right now with a lot of politics and division one sports. And I don't know, you know, that's for me, but, um, no, I, right now I do, uh, real estate, real estate investing. And so that is kind of what I do when I'm not training. Um, and so the business side of, you know, outside of athletics is what I've kind of been doing. So I'll continue to do that and maybe take it to the next level and, and, you know, maybe look at things like that. Otherwise, um, yeah, it'll be a lot of, uh, a lot of continuing to train, you know, I, I hope to have, you know, another six, seven years, um, left fighting. So I'm, I'm 28 and, you know, a lot of these guys that are winning belts are 32, 33, 34. Um, so it's a little different sport than wrestling where we're starting to see the younger guys really start to take over. Um, whereas fighting, it's still a lot of guys that are older are still doing really well. Just, you're not getting to rest. You're not getting to fight every weekend, like wrestling, wrestling. You can shoot from here to here in one season while you're fighting. Sometimes you only fight once a year twice a year, three, you know, four times a year is a lot. Well, it's hard to get to that absolute peak when you're only competing a couple times a year. And so that's why I think older guys, you see that have been in there, made the walk to the cage, got in there, just, you know, you get used to it. And so with wrestling, you have a bad match. You get to go back out there a few hours later at that same tournament and go, go beat the same guy, maybe mm -hmm. fighting. And, you know, you, you may never fight the same guy ever again in your whole life, your whole career. So that's why I think it's a little different, but yeah, you know, I hope to have a long career and mm -hmm. then um, we'll see, you know, I, I love, uh, I got a wrestling Academy down here with San I partnered with Sanford here in Florida. So I'm, I'm coaching and, and doing some really good things and I'm enjoying it. Um, and it's nice to be back in the wrestling world. Me and me and Greg Jones kind of doing that together. Um, so it, it's a lot of fun and, um, you know, so I'm, I'm back in the wrestling world a little bit, I guess. It's not being back in South Dakota and seeing everyone at tournaments and doing that, but um, I guess it fills the void for now. Okay. Is there such a thing as, as a big payday for you in the Bellator? Is is a belt a big payday so you could, you know, retire? Yeah. No. <laughs> yeah, no, so it's, um, yeah, it's definitely, uh, you know, the higher you get, you know, the more you can make. And, and so for me, it's just trying to get to this next contract. And, um, like I said, you know, it's probably, if I would have won that last fight, you know, probably be fighting for the belt. And so now we got to go back to the, to the drawing board and go put together two good fights and then, and see where we're at, whether mm -hmm. we resign with Bellator or not. And, um, but yeah, you know, that's, that's the goal is to get closer to that belt and, and I'm right there. So, you know, it's just, it's a, it's a tough, tough, uh, I mean, that's athletics. That's college wrestling. Okay. That's yep. high school wrestling. That's well, anything. So. Bill and I have discussed this in the past because we see these RTC events. I don't know if you've paid attention to yep. that. But yep. wrestling is one of these sports where there's never been money. And it's, I, yeah. yeah. And, and really you could be a, a stud and you're broke. 
Yeah. <laughs> you know? And yeah. you got to move on with your life. So it's very tough at that next level. Yeah. And now we have some events for some of these younger guys where they're starting to compete and getting a little bit of money. Now it's not a lot, but we started to see, yep. you know, 20,000 for this event, different things. So I don't know. I think wrestling COVID has done something. Bill and I have both discussed that, that maybe yeah. they're going to open something up so you can, you can at least wrestle. And not yeah, have to... no, I, you know, and with the RTCs paying their athletes monthly, their stipend and the USA wrestling stipend being top three. Um, and then, you know, guys with sponsors, um, small sponsors are, you know, taking care of them. And then now these events, whereas if you could go wrestle twice a year and show up and make 10 to 20 grand plus your RTC money, plus your, if you're top three, well, all of a sudden you can wrestle for a living. And so yep. that's what the RTCs are really giving, um, guys an opportunity to do. But the only thing that, you know, it's been scary right now with, you know, COVID, I know a lot of programs are, you know, having to, a lot of fundraisers got, got axed this year mm -hmm. and, you know, and the golf outings, the galas, the, you know, <laughs> Minnesota lost the Christmas tournament, you know, that was right. our biggest one. And I'm sure that cost, you know, thousands and thousands of dollars. And now you take it across a smaller program, RTC, that's just starting. Well, now you're in trouble. And so, um, if we can get through this next year and we'll be, uh, well, I think we'll be okay. I think the RTCs will be fine. So, but it's a scary time for, for even big programs, even big RTCs. So we need to help when, you know, everyone can chip in a little bit and do this and do that and keep those programs running. Well, we, we did notice too, that, you know, there's a huge expense for these guys testing. And so I know these colleges, we've talked to many of the coaches and they're talking, you know, thirty, forty thousand dollars worth of testing. And that that money's just not easily there. Yeah. You know, if you've missed all your fundraising. But I want to talk more about your beginning of your career going back to high school stuff. Now, who do you remember going back? And I like name tossing, you know, some of these guys going back into South Dakota. When you were a kid, was there anybody you looked up to in South Dakota that, that was a wrestler? And uh, who were some of your main competition as you went through high school? Um, yeah, you know, when I was young, I guess, um, obviously I had, you know, Dave Shealy and Brent Fosheim and then, uh, you know, Dan Bonte, you know, oh, yeah. watching him wrestle, um, and kind of, you know, Jimmy Marks, you know, guys that were winning it. And, um, I like watching Dan just because of, you know, his style and, um, but yeah, there was a lot of there, you know, I remember being, I don't know, fourth, fifth, sixth grade going to the state dual tournament still and wrestling everybody, <laughs> you know, all, all of us young guys that were there were wrestling each other from other towns. And, um, but it, it was a lot of fun. And I just remember being stacked. I, I remember looking back at brackets and just, uh, those brackets were, were loaded with all kinds of great guys. And so it was fun to watch and, and see those, those battles. Um, obviously I haven't, uh, I, I watched the state tournament you know, on uh, YouTube or whatever it's on now. And so I watch it each year, um, but I don't know the depth of, you know, everybody um, as much as I used to. But um, no, it's fun. It's fun to see um, kind of how things have changed and techniques changing and and uh, where guys are at. So, but yeah, no, uh, I guess as a, I don't know, what was your other question? Well, that, that was the main thing, just high school wise, who are some of the guys that were the toughest yeah. that you had to wrestle going as you went through the brackets? Oh, um, for me, because you never had kosher back then. No, Kokesh. No. Kokesh, yeah. Kokesh. Me and Kokesh wrestled yep. once. Um, me and Braden Nisus wrestled for state finals twice in a row. Darren Kriz 
Um, my seventh grade year. Oh yeah. Was, was tough matches. Um, Brock Edgar beat me my eighth grade year, and then I beat him at NECs regions, and then overtime in the state finals. Um, then you know, junior senior year, um, you know, I had that loss to uh, uh, West Fargo. Late, uh, Preston Lehman. Preston Lehman. Yeah. I, I wasn't. I wasn't going to bring that up. Don't worry. I wasn't <laughs> no, it was. Uh, you know, I, I learned a lot about myself. And, old tornado. Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, no, it was. Um, it's one of those things where I guess at that point in my life, um, in my career, I hadn't lost a lot, especially in South Dakota. I hadn't lost since eighth grade year. Um, but it just kind of sharpened me up. Yeah, for I that bet state, he did. state tournament. Um, because. Uh, it was just, man, this can happen. And so it was one of those things where you go back to the drawing board and kind of uh, kind of say, all right, I got to stay focused for all six minutes or all, yeah. you know, while I'm still out there on the mat, I kind of lost my, you know, it was last takedown going in for a takedown to uh, Tecum and, you know, right. got, got lazy for a second. And he, he was good there. I knew that, but um, made a mistake. But I think uh, it was it was good for my overall career um, just just to – sharpen everything up right for that last state title and, you know, push through and, and go win that sixth one. When did you know you were going to go to Minnesota? Um, that was a tough, con that was a tough conversation with my parents, with the coaches. Uh, it was, it came down to Nebraska and Minnesota went back and forth, back and forth. And then really what I like about Minnesota is I, I love the team. The guys and me got along and that's what it comes down to college wrestling is those are the guys you're going to spend every day with you know yeah. guys that you're gonna live in the dorm with and then you're gonna do everything you know um practice and you know activities outside going to class and it it really that they just it was a good click with the whole group and i knew we had a shot to win a national title as a team and that was important to me um you know we won three national dual titles we never lost to penn state in a duel um <laughs> we that's a good one you know, we went three and all against them. We beat Iowa every year at the national duels, um, Okie state, you know, all, all the top teams, you know, we always had a good, good run. And, you know, our, my junior year, um, I think we lost by four and a half points, but, um, you know, we were close second, third, second, six, I think we got as a team. Um, we were right there. And so, um, but also the coaches and the thing I love about Minnesota is everybody stays there. You know, it's the yeah. University of Minnesota in Minneapolis. So yeah. um, guys stay in Minneapolis. There's a lot of other, there's a lot of job opportunities. There's a lot of um, just alumni that are there that can help you afterwards. And a lot of the other schools, it's just a college town. So not right. everyone's there. And that was the thing I noticed when I went to, we went to a football game, um, recruiting visit. That's what you always do. Go to a football game in the, in the um, fall. And it was all these older guys, hard tongue, um, Jared Lawrence, you know, just multiple national champs, guys that were part of the teams that were all there still, that are all involved in the program, and guys, you know, that came in and wrestled, and I never saw that at any other program. I've never heard anyone else talk, you know, about that many guys staying in, in a city, in a college town, and being involved in the program. And now that I'm done, when we went back for Big Tens, what, 2019, Minnesota? I mean, it was, there was, all of us were there because most of us, I guess I didn't, but most of them lived in Minnesota and afterwards, after the duels, it's, that's what I loved about Minnesota was that it was, the boosters were amazing. All the guys still, you know, that were 40 years old, still cared about that program more, you know, 
they, you know, they still want to see you do well. And just like, you know, me now, I try to get back and they help me um, get the drill and wrestle with those guys. Um, but it's a, it's a big, it's a big family. And that's, I didn't really get that as much in other places that I looked at. Um, and so that's why I chose Minnesota. Well, I tell you what, it's a, it's a family. Yeah, it, it is a family. Yeah, definitely. Hey, Scott, I'm going to ask you a couple questions because I know this is going to go quick because you got to go too. Tell, tell me the last end of your season, what's happening, and any new news for South Dakota wrestling, what's happening, both Class A and Class B. Um, just big news this last week was our regions are cut down to 50% attendance. Um, so we got lucky. We were down in Freeman, and they always do a good job, but their gym's smaller, so they were only going to get 500 attendance. That includes wrestlers, coaches, stats, cheerleaders, everything. So uh, they ended up moving it to our place, to Salem, because we can hold about eight, half of our capacity is about 890. So, um, so now we have a little home mat advantage to us. Um, we're going to try to take advantage of that. And uh, our season, we, we McCook Central Montrose, we had a great season. We we're on a roll, and like I mentioned before, we got on earlier. We just uh, – the injury bug hit us. We usually don't get it, but we got a bad. But uh, luckily, I, the last kid, he got cleared Monday morning and started practicing Monday. And uh, so we'll put all our thir 13 uh, – we filled 13 out of 14 weight classes, and all the varsity guys will be back in the lineup. Um, different is the girls wrestling. We had one girl come out this year, seventh grader. Uh, I actually seen her on the football field reffing junior high football one day, and I was like, I thought it was thought it was a boy. She was running over everybody. And um, today's world, you know, the hair's coming out of the helmet. I just thought it was a boy. And they told me, my wrestlers told me, no, she's a girl. And so I talked to her at the end of the season and she said, yeah, I'll try it. So, so she gets to go to the first, first day tournament this next weekend. Because we just, like I said, we separated it. So instead of trying to figure out who qualified, they just, we took all class A, class B girls. So um, we're looking forward to this weekend. Um, I got, like say, I got some older kids, the Krause kid, really good at 82. I mean, there's, I got a lot of kids I can mention. I just don't have time right now, but, uh, <laughs> we got a 132 pounder. I got a freshman Jackson Remmers. I think he's got a good shot. He's, he came off, he's coming off the injury bug, but he's been back on the mat at least for about two weeks practicing. So, um, we think he can, he has a shot at the title. Um, he's won a lot of matches already as a freshman, like 130 and, um, so hopefully he can, uh, last year he got fourth and the year before the seventh grader, he got six. So I'm like Logan, I'm going through my first seventh grader ever. That could be our, our like, no, no six time state champ, but he could be our first time, first kid that could be our first six time place winner. And like I said, if we can get going this year, hopefully maybe he could win three or four titles. Um, got a young kid at six, an eighth grader, uh, sat behind that. Uh, Dakota Buck last year at 106, a junior, and now it's his turn, and he's doing good. He's 41 and 5. He should be near the top. And uh, then that senior Buck kid moved up to 13. We're hoping to get him on the podium this year. It's his final year, senior year. Um, and uh, 20, we got a little eighth grader, Scrapper McGregor. Um, try to get him to state tournament. 26, we have a little Remmers, um, be Weston. He placed as a seventh grader last year, sixth place. So uh, we hope to get that, if not improve. Um, another one coming off injury. After Jackson at 32, we'll jump to, we jumped to 45, Carter Randall. He's the one that just got cleared the other day. 
Um, we're just hoping to get him back to state tournament. He's been there as a seventh and eighth grader. Now he's a freshman. But, yeah, we hope he gets on the podium. 52-60, um, we have a couple, a freshman and, eighth, and an eighth grader. Um, losing records, inexperienced. But uh, this first year of varsity for him, full-time. And they, uh, they'll scrap away. We'll see what happens. Six, 70, we got a freshman. Um, he's had a very good year. We look. I look forward to him. He in and out of the rankings, but uh, I I can see he'll go. She punches tickets to the state, but I can see him on the podium also. I mentioned eighty-two. Jacoby Krause, our senior. He's a he struggled early. Struggled early. Come off a big football season. Russian. I don't know. He was set some record, but and uh, kind of struggled early, and then he uh, has not lost since like right the first of the year. I uh, avenged every single loss he has. Um, we're hoping that he can be a state champ. And then 95 was Austin Hoyton, first-year varsity kid for us. Been setting behind the N-Whistle, the Gessners, and the Cheesemans for all these years. And uh, I think he, another one who should punch his first state tournament in as an outside shot, getting a medal. 220, we got Isaac Paltz. Hoping to try to get him through um, first sophomore, first state tournament. Uh, but he's, he's got a tough weight class. And our heavyweight, another, he has a tough weight class, Elliott Chase. Same thing. We were just trying to punch him through. But team-wise, um, we're hoping to. You know, everybody knows Canton's probably, Canton's a favorite to win it. Canton, they're in our region. Um, we're we've done it three, four times in the last five years, and we're hoping to at least be second behind them. And then at state, we're hoping to get on the podium. Uh, Dual-wise, we did qualify. Um, at least this year we don't face Cant round one. So, yeah. <laughs> you got, so the, we, got the five seed or the four seed? I can't remember. We got the four seed and we four wrestle seed. Redfield, the five seed. We beat Redfield 35-30. Tight duel back in January. Um, I'm an honest coach. We pulled a couple upsets. So, we'll see what happens this next time go around. So, um, but it'll be exciting. And so like like I told some dads, I said, uh, I'm telling you, yeah, they asked me. So, you're saying we got a fighting chance this year? I said, yeah, we do. Because in South Dakota, we take eight, but they don't medal. They only medal. They were, they first for, we didn't know this about shortly after Christmas, they said they were just going to do the top two. And then us coaches were like, wait a minute, we thought we decided, and they ended up they're going to do the top, just like last year, top four. So you got to okay, win that okay. first match or you're one and done. Okay. Um, something I wish we would like do is get back to, I'd like to see it all wrestled out. If I'm taking all my kids there, like this week, next week, all the way to Rapid City, I look. The kids that don't make individual state tournament, I like to get more than one match, you know. Right. So I wish they'd wrestle it out. I'm anxious to see North Dakota this weekend. So I believe you moved your duels to Saturday, right? Correct. Okay. Correct. We are – that's what we want. I mean, we got some teams you've heard fill up some of the good te- other teams that are opted out of the dual tournament. Um, I think if we – Because they're worried Dakota, about the individual. Yes. And if we could get Saturday to be our duels – That'd be great. I'm anxious if you guys like it and keep it. I think we have a good chance we could try push that through next year. Okay, well that sounds good because I tell you what, it's a test for us, and we also qualified everybody, and that's the brackets yeah. are big, but it's it's interesting. Okay, well Bill, I want you to ask some questions. I know Scott's got to go, and Logan's got to go shortly. Yeah, Logan, I wanted to talk a little bit about your uh, your uh, your run at the it, you know, and some of the stuff that you did at the. NCAA tournament and and go back a little bit. You mentioned that you wrestled Kokesh once in high school. Yep. You guys had some battles in college, and I just I was wondering how much history there was before that. Two two guys that wrestled a lot alike. I thought you know 
and uh, some great, great matches to watch. I always, I mean, I, you guys could have watched wrestled every day. I would have watched. Yeah, I know. We, um, I think we wrestled six, seven times. He beat me first year. He, he beat me for third and fourth sophomore year. I beat him twice junior year. Um, I beat him in the quarters and then I beat him for third and fourth. And then mm -hmm. senior year, he beat me for third and fourth wrestle. I beat him in a duel. Then he beat me at big tens. <laughs> and I think six, I think five of them were overtime. I was just going to ask that. Yeah, I remember there was, was a lot of overtime. overtimes. Yeah. 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 Overtime or double overtime almost, almost every time. Yeah. And, um, but yeah, no, it was, uh, you know, it was a lot of fun. We knew each other. We wrestled once or twice as youth in the state tournament. And then I spent a lot of time with him um, in high school. We trained together, went out to the, went out to Wagner. He came up to Webster, trained. Um, so we had a lot of battles um, in the, in the room out at, out on the, out at the farm. And, you know, so we just, we wrestled a lot. And so we wrestled that first high school match, but um, you know, I think me and him, he was by far, he was by far the, better wrestler compared to matt brown and mike evans yep. and you know perry perry was very good but i you know i thought me and kokesh were definitely better wrestlers than brown and you know he lost to wilps uh it, it just we kind of i don't know got in got in both kind of got in our own way and and slowed things down because we wrestled those guys so many times and yeah. so um, he started to, he found, he figured it out with Evans and started to beat up Evans and Evans somehow always beat me by one point at the end after I beat him the first few times. And then Wilps, you know, I think I majored Wilps and then, you know, Kokesh lost to Wilps. Um, and so it was just a weird, you know, once you wrestle those guys that are, we're all in this, you know, high level, um, yeah. you slow things down and I, and I slowed things down too much. And, you know, that's something I look at and. I don't argue with anyone, you know, um, compared to the way I wrestled in high school, national tournaments everywhere as I opened up a lot. So, um, but no, it was a lot of fun and, and, you know, he was a great competitor. Um, so, you know, I always sucked having to wrestle your buddy for third and fourth or go, you know, for in nationals every year, but I got, you know, that's the, that's the way it goes and you get over it, shake hands and afterwards it is what it is. So. But no, it was, it was, uh, you know, I had a lot of fun, you know, during my career and, you know, to be number the 10th four-time All-American for Minnesota meant a lot to me. Um, yep. never to win it. That hurt. Um, that's why I think I'm fighting. Um, it's just cause I, I still had that. I wanted to go win gold and, right. you know, obviously got to do it in many things in high school with state and national tournaments and Fargo, this and that, but, um, it, uh, definitely stung not getting it done in college. And so. Um, now I need to go, go get it done here and, and fighting. Yeah. What, what was that like the transition and spending time, you know, fighting? Uh, I mean, I, I'm guessing that you're spending time jujitsu training, uh, submission type stuff is, is how was that transition? Just, you know, what the amount of body control and work yeah. that you've done through the um, years? I, I would, I guess transition from high school to college. The first match was I won my first open. Um, and then I lost to Spangler. Um, from Iowa state, I had a high ankle sprain. Um, and so I was out for a little bit and Spangler was ranked fourth, but that was the first big duel. And that's when I, I think I, I lost five, four and he was ranked fourth in the country. Um, but the speed was different. The speed, the, you know, how strong and how physical guys were the hand fighting. Uh, so that definitely, um, 
kind of took me, I don't know, two, three weeks. You know, I've always found a way to win those other matches. Um, then I found a way to start winning the big matches. Um, and I won a lot of matches. was second in the Big Ten as a true freshman um, and figured it out um, how to really, you know, win those tight matches. But then um, transitioning from college to my first pro fight, um, there's a lot of nerves. Just, you know, I've been in the biggest stage um, wrestling in Iowa, Penn State, 15,000 people, sold out arenas, wrestling the top guys in the in the country. And um, but that first pro fight was took a, you know, I think first four was when the nerves and, you know, kind of, and then now it's just, this is what I do. You know, mm -hmm. this is, it's just, you know, this is what I do for work. So I show up and I work for 15 minutes and, and that's it. And so now it's, you know, I'm used to it. It's not, you know, like I said, I just fought one of the best guys in the world and it is what it is. Um, but that's how you kind of have to look at it. Um, it's just another, it's another guy. And so that's kind of, I guess my, uh, my two cents for the guys getting ready for the state tournament and, regions everything else is as j rob told me at the end of the day you know tomorrow the sun's gonna rise and you know life's gonna go on and so that was something that i guess kind of really stuck with me was you know when you're young you kind of make it you make state and regions everything seem bigger than it is at the end of the day you're gonna go out there and compete as hard as you can for six minutes and and life goes on and so um, i think as long as you go out there and you kind of uh you compete as hard as you can whether you lose, you get beat up, it doesn't matter as long as you competed for six minutes at a maximum effort. I think you're going to be happy with that looking back at it. And yeah. so that's my only, you know, my biggest. Great, ad great advice for the wrestlers you give them. Yeah, and, and, and I think sometimes I needed to hear that as a, as a young guy. Um, I had a lot of pressure. You know, each state tournament was like, you know, <laughs> life's going to, you know, it's going to change everything. And really it wasn't enough. Um, obviously it was a lot of fun to get to go win six. Um, but you know, I, I think the biggest thing is just competing at, at the highest level. Um, cause you know, that guy's nervous too. That's going to go rescue the number one ranked guy. He's just <laughs> yeah. as nervous, if not more nervous, you right. know, and I can tell you from, from my end. And so to the, you know, guys that are probably, you know, the dark horse and, and, um, un, you know, unseated, it doesn't matter. Um, and so that, that's kind of my two cents is, Go out there and open it up. You know, my, my biggest regret from college wrestling is not opening up more, mm -hmm. taking more risks. And, 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 you know, I wrestled as hard as I could, but I kind of, I didn't take as many risks as I should have. And that's the, my only regret is mm -hmm. that, yeah. um, it wasn't the losses. It wasn't not winning it. It was just not opening up as much as I should have, because you're afraid to make a mistake. And, you know, that's human nature, but I, I, um, I wish everybody the best of luck. And, and like I said, at the end of the day, it's, you know, sun's going to rise and you're going to go about your life. So you might as well enjoy the time because it's going to go fast and, um, and enjoy it. Definitely. Yeah. Well, that's think, great advice. Your time. Yeah. yeah. I, you know, that's one thing just, you know, Randy Lewis kind of mentioned that when he talked to Lincoln McAravey after losing a, I don't know, two to one match or something, you know, he said, man, how many matches have you lost where you scored 15 points? You know, not very many. Right. And yeah. that's, and that's, I think, uh, you know, a lot, there's a lot of that and it happens a lot at the state tournament, right? There's a lot of pressure guys yeah. get tight and um, yeah, that's, that's great advice. And, and I know one thing that, you know, we all know, and we know it, you know, and, and really it's, it's even bigger in the MMA world that you hear it or you see it just nobody gets out on scale. Right. Yeah. I mean, there's, there's yeah. uh, people lost, people lose. Yeah. I mean, it's, and uh, it, you know, we talked about a couple weeks ago with Shane Sparks that Mark Hall had made a, 
you know, it tweeted something that you know, people lose. It's no big deal. Right? You know, it's just, yeah. that's what happens, you know? Yeah. I mean, yep. it's a you battle and, and you just, you just go on. So, mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, great advice. Well, I want to thank you for your time. I know you're really short on, and they have to go and do other things, but uh, I will have you on again just to yeah. BS and uh, to talk wrestling. No, I know definitely. I've got a, a ton of questions. Uh, this is pretty new for us too. We do have a hundred and some shows in, but we're just picking up some bigger names. I, I'd like I'd like to have you on again if you. Yeah, do. no, definitely. I would uh, I would enjoy that. So thank you for having me. I appreciate it. And good luck to all the North Dakota and South Dakota wrestlers, and and uh, have fun. Okay. Well, thanks again. Yeah. Appreciate it, Logan. Yeah, thanks. Yeah, Take care. You have a great thank night. You. Well, Bill, let's stick on for a couple seconds. They want to kick me out of the dome. Somebody came up and stopped. Okay. Yeah, turn the lights off on you. Yeah. Okay. It, but uh, I can stick for a couple seconds. I just wanted to kind of say, you know, thanks. He's, he was a great, uh, I was, you know, I, I enjoyed his wrestling, even going back to high school, because he seemed nonstop, like he had a goal, and his goal was to be the top, you know, and he, and he shot for it. You know, it's one of those things, some people forget that people make goals that are, that are not big enough. Yeah. And, and they're, they're successful at those not big enough goals. You know, he, he was shooting for the biggest. He wanted to be national champ. He was looking at University of Minnesota, you know, because that was, he wanted to be at the top of that class. And it was just, it was just crazy that you end up getting two South Dakota boys wrestling all the yeah, time. It was, it was at, at, a, at a high level. Yeah. Well, you know, he said that if, you know, it was too, it sucked. You had to wrestle your buddy, you know, at the national tournament, big tens, everywhere else, you know, but you know, for, for us in the Dakotas, it was awesome, you know, <laughs> but I was a, you know, I'm a Minnesota fan and I, I'm a, I'm a Logan Sorley fan. And, 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 you know, honestly, he, he hit it right on the head. He did, he, he did have a tendency to get a little bit tight and slow it down. And, and he knew it's like, man, there's just another gear. And I'm, I've, one thing I've always talked about was the best wrestlers should wrestle more, right? Just keep it going and it will, everything will work out. If you give up a takedown or whatever, you're going to get it back because you're the best wrestlers, you know, but, um, and I hope that the guys this weekend kind of think about that. You know, there's no reason, um, you know, if you've been, you know, to, to slow these things down. I mean, if you're the best wrestlers should always wrestle more because that's how it works out best. So, yeah, the thing you had talked about the fantasy wrestling, I'd done it the one year and I did not have him. And I don't know, he had close to like 20 bonus points one match. It probably was his junior year. I think he, I, I remember and I'm going Wow, how come I didn't think of doing that? Because I'd, I'd pick a guy that win a lot of matches but didn't get the bonus points. I think you've done the fantasy wrestling too, I think. Yep. Oh, yeah. <laughs> He'd have been a good one. I remember because he had a decent amount of pins. Tech Falls was like he was one of the leaders all the time in the Big Ten in Tech Falls that year. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. definitely. And no, I wish I could have great, great guy. I, uh, I followed, I've been following him in Bellator, and I think, you know, I think he'll probably, probably make that jump to UFC next. And, and I would, I would surely, you know, this is a, he's a guy that can, can be the competitive. Contracts must be time. good enough that you can, you know, live, you know, that's. Oh God. Yeah. And so I've, I've never looked at what kind of money they can make, but that's kind of why I said, can you get a big payday? <laughs> you know, it's cause there's, there's a reason to do it too. You know, he's, he's a businessman and he's, he's figuring out that way too, you know, being able to train and do some wrestling and start a little academy, wrestling academy. I think, you know, his heart is there. His heart is in wrestling. Right. Yep, absolutely. Yeah, you can tell he loves the sport, and uh, and he's he's you know he's another one. It'd be nice to keep him around and and you know doing stuff in the wrestling game. Well, I did take a couple notes at the state wrestling tournament. They had a little meeting with the coaches in front of me, 
And so I'm going to pull up my notes. It's nothing major. I know they had a couple kids drop out. So 132-pound weight class in Class A might change a little bit. There are a couple wrestlers that dropped out there. The biggest one on that list was Ethan Dennis from Watford City, which is a ranked wrestler. And then in Class B, there was one that was, I think, was getting out at, uh, they didn't, I didn't hear the weight class, but it was, uh, I think it, I don't know what town either I was from, but I kind of heard that off to a distance. Everyone was wearing masks. They do have a mask mandate in Fargo still. They didn't clear that. They had just a emergency kind of session because they knew this was coming actually to town. And so people in the stands will be asked to wear masks as much as possible. People down on the floor, I don't think they're going to really, how could you say, monitor the stands. But people down the floor, they're going to have to wear masks pretty much. Broadcasters, if they're not broadcasting, then they need to have masks. But if, if they're speaking, that's that's fine on their, their point you said. There is a podium that's going to happen, which is kind of good news, but it's not an official. Here's what's interesting. They're going to set it up, and they're going to have it off to wait one far end, and they're still figuring that that, that out. they still got a, about a day to do that, but they are going to have some type of podium, but they said they can't guarantee every kid's going to be there. But if you if the coaches kind of all met together and said, hey, guess what, send your kids over there. If you're going to do it, they kind of want them in official gear still. You know, they don't want, like, somebody wearing Matt Pack gear if – instead of having their Bismarck high gear on, you know, that type of official high school stuff. So then when they do take a picture, it would be nice, you know, because the main guy from the high school kids association said they're not going to require it, but the guy at the Fargo dome says they're going to make sure they have it set up so they can still do it. But they're, they're going to do it on the one end. Now in the Fargo dome, they got it lengthwise instead of kind of the East West versus that it's now, uh, let me think about how this is set up. It's more East West than North South or whatever. Now it's the long way. And it is spread out. I tell you what, to be able to watch one match on the other side, and all the fans are on one side, the other long side is, it's like you're at a football game and you're on the bison football side of the football field and you'd have the oh. two end zones. And it's like on the goal line on one side are two mats and the goal line on the other end are two mats. And they work it this way. And there is probably, yeah, let's count that, one, two, three, four, five, five yards at least between every mat so there's a lot of space in between there's no seats down the bottom you know as coaches usually sit on the bottom and around the outside they don't have any seats for the coaches which oh really i i'm amazed there they said well if they're done they can go sit up in the stands i'm going god wrestling coaches can't go that far away because they're gonna have a guy up and they gotta cruise across the whole gym they gotta watch stuff and or you have the team that has four or five guys there but everybody on the team sir but then loses out God, you don't want to go sit down somewhere else. You want to stay close and stay, you know, watch the wrestling. So I think they're making a mistake there. This is still, the coaches work hard enough to be there and they're not going to cause any problems. They're going to have masks on. They want the wrestlers during the duels, if they're not wrestling or getting ready to wrestle, wear masks. Um, let's see what else. Oh, March 30th, the High School Activities Association is having a vote to sanction girls wrestling. And kind of a straw poll. It looks like it will go through. Thumbs up, he says. It it looks really promising. So on the 30th of March, we'll find out on that. And they believe they will sanction it. They, they, I mean, it's positive. Very positive out of the High School Activities Association. Uh, 9.30 tomorrow morning, there is a Class A coaches meeting. But guess what? Still, they're not going to be here, some of them. Bismarck and those guys aren't leaving until 8 o'clock out of Bismarck. So they're not going to be here. So it made no sense tomorrow to have a Class A coaches meeting when, you know, there's no Bismarck coaches here. They didn't allow any of the coaches to travel. Oh. <laughs> so they're not even here tonight. They're kind of talking, where are the Class A coaches? <laughs> like they, didn't, they didn't even know that they couldn't be at the coaches meeting tonight. So all the Class B coaches were here. Oh. Uh, Saturday, duels. 
make sure that everybody is there and registered uh, eight o'clock in the morning because uh, they double check their brackets. They are no weigh-in sheets. So the coaches, if they don't know that, that are sitting at home, if any class A coaches are watching this, if you're going to change your dual team, you have to remake sure that everything is right by eight o'clock on Saturday morning. That's what Mandy had said. Mandy had said that, you know, she doesn't need the dual weigh-in sheets. None of that, all that is on Saturday. So make sure just that, just make sure you clear that whoever's going to be on the dual team, because that can change, she says. It's not official till Saturday morning. If you have to make a change, it has to be done before 8 o'clock. Those are the main announcements. Other than that, they're just going to be ready to wrestle. And tomorrow, it does start at 195. Yeah. And so 195 is the beginning weight class. Those are the guys that check in first and weigh in first. And they're doing kind of on the west side. On the west side of the building, that's where all the buses have to drop off their wrestlers. Everything stays on the west side. All the fans are on the east side. And so they're kind of they're going to be separated and they don't even want them pretty much to interact much. So if your kid is on the far side and needs some meal money, you got to meet them out the outside somewhere, you know, or some dipping dots or whatever they need for the day. So just pay close attention. I will do updates tomorrow. Is it going to be a busy day? But yet it's not going to be busy because we don't have television stuff tomorrow. It's or yeah. Let me think Thursday. No, we, you and I go busy, busy Friday, and right. busy, yep. and busy, busy, busy Saturday. And uh, feel free guys. If you need to comment or need to, let's say, uh, not make comment, but they're TV wise. Somebody asked the question, will it be on TV? Okay. Now there is some stuff that will be on every table does have a camera, but that's not on television. That is going to be streamed by the NSHS, the national federation of high schools. You can go on and there'll be links, but they usually cost a charge and they are mic'd up though. So you can hear what's happening, but there's not going to be, let's say, commentating on those. It's very disheartening, but that's for all the regular matches. Now, when it comes to the finals, the finals will be on television in North Dakota through Beck. And you can go, there's a whole big schedule on that. And in fact, you can check things out on Dakota Grappler. I just got a link. They're not going to have official, oh, one more announcement. Um, they're not going to have official state booklets. Okay, and so you can't purchase this year's state booklet. They do have a PDF, though, that they sent to the media, and so I put a link to it on the Dakota Grappler. So if you want to get the state tournament booklet, and I'll share a page here real quick. Just let me share. Um, share a screen. Okay. It says allow. Yep, select the screen I want. Entire screen. What, there's something different. I've got something... I don't want to select that one. <laughs> select the entire screen. I've got something different coming up. I usually have a different choice to pick, but uh, you can go over to Dakota Grappler. Uh, let's see if I can do this. Pick this. If something else comes up. Tell me, Bill. Open system preferences. I don't know what's happening. You can't uh, you're probably. Good. See, you, can you see it there? No, no, no. Don't. I don't have a screen. Okay. Well, what I do is I do have the state tournament booklet. That you okay. can take a look at and it is on dakota grappler so you can get the state booklet and for some reason i'm doing this from maybe i'm doing the wrong browser i'm doing firefox that's my problem i i usually do everything on oh. chrome and then it goes right over let's take a look here so it's on the it's on yep. the website can you share it from your end i can if i just find it here yep it's on oh. my website because oh, I'm, I'm using the wrong browser from the from the dome here okay let's see here so it would be oh there it is and then there's a link
and then people can get the state tournament booklet. And actually, it's got some real great information, which I'm, I looked in there, and they have the returning state placers in there by and what they are this year versus last year. Like they placed at 113, and they're wrestling at 132. Uh, there's a nice two sheets in there that I will be using as data, which I know a lot of it, but I wish I'd have had it for our little thing last night. It would have been so much easier to look because it's all in a nice sheet there. Okay, here we go. Add this to the stream. Okay, now there's the state tournament booklet first, but if you click onto that, Bill's almost got it there. Let's see. Uh, let's look here. You just oh, there down. Yep, there's a just click on the, there's a little link right underneath the book there, that blue link. Oh, right here, yeah. If you click on that, get rid of the nope, just hit close in the upper corner, whatever close that. Yep, close, yep. There we go. And it'll pop there it open. Is. There it is. There's the state booklet. And that's it's free for everybody as a digital copy. I will and, put that link in the show in the over here in the chat as okay. soon as uh, as soon as we're done here. So okay. you can't, you can't put it that, in there. That is that is awesome. As you do that, definitely you can see the the put that up there so people can see. They can pick it up on and Facebook and all the other places too, because I got that sent to me to the media to, to get it out. Yep, I and, will. Uh, I will put it in there here as soon as the show's over. Okay, awesome. Okay, uh, well, yeah, I, I am. Exciting. I am excited. That's exactly what I was gonna say. And I tell you what, anything you need, just just holler along the way. It, you know, just I will check my email throughout the day. John Gums at gmail .com or or Dakota Grappler at gmail .com. You can make comments. I'm going to try to do a couple updates throughout the day. If I hear any news, I'll come back on here and just do some live stuff on Facebook. I know a lot of people are coming, but a lot of people won't also, especially on a Thursday. There's a lot of people who won't come till Friday, and Friday morning is going to be crazy. Semifinals Friday morning at 8 or 8.30. It's going to be nuts in Class B. Uh, if this if this place isn't rocking here by 7.30 in the morning for Class B fans, it's going to be like you better bring coffee and donuts or or there's going to be some all-nighters come, come Thursday night, some Class B people coming in. I'm thinking without any sleep. Expect, yeah. to, expect to get an afternoon nap in. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Well, one thing about the uh, the streaming that's on the NFHS website, uh, I think that's it's like $10.99 a month, and you can cancel anytime. So if you pay your yeah, $10.99, you, you can watch the whole thing. Um, and then, of course, uh, the, you know, the finals, both the – Class A, Class B, and the dual finals will all be on back. And, you know, so there's there's possibility, obviously, you, if you don't have back, right, if you're out of the state or you're somewhere else, you can still watch the streaming, I believe, yep. uh, the final, So Right. There's, it should be streamed through back, too. You yep. get it on your yep. computer. So. Definitely. Jeremy Kruger, thanks for coming on. I saw that Jim come on for a little bit. Jim's wife is from McCook, same place as, as our guest tonight. I think that's yeah. exactly what it is. And so – they're, they're kind of friends. There was Jim earlier for Miss Coach Andall. And so they, they know each other pretty good. <laughs> he goes back to that area in South Dakota every once in a while. So great, great dude. I love Scott. He's, he's one yeah. of the funnest coaches, loves his team, loves his athletes, and, and he always gets them prepared. It's insane. He could have a kid that, that is just out of the blue, but they shine. He has a method of getting those guys prepared come state, and they, they have done really well. And He's respected in the state. He's involved in a lot of the committees. He knows what's going on. I kind of wanted to hear anything that might have been going crazy in the state, but he was in a short amount of time. He had a huge South Dakota coaches meeting tonight. Wednesday's kind of their open night, too, for them, kind of like me. It's easy easy to get on. Yep. And, okay, 
last questions for anybody out there is we've hit this time. So if you have a question real quick, I'll stand for about 30 seconds. You can type one in for us about the state tournament. Anything I can answer, feel free. And Bill, when, no. when, are, you, when are you taking off tomorrow morning? Uh, before you get up. <laughs> I'll get chores done in the morning and be on the road by 7, I'm guessing. Hopefully be there be there pretty close to well, pretty Mr. close to starting time. Mr. Brer, thanks for the news. Navarro's got the one seed out of the east side of the state, and yep. he's got a great shot to make the finals. At, and he's down to 113 again. He wrestled 120 all year, and he yeah, cut he down to 120. He cut, so. he cut down to one, and he's a big, I thought he was a big 20 pounder. So he's cut down, and he's got a legitimate shot. It's a 13 and 20. 20 and 13 have two number one guys pretty much in the nation going D1 out to Michigan, the Tanafus. So if he can beat a Tanafu, it would be one heck of a victory if they can make the finals. I'd, I'd like to see that match, but they're on opposite sides of the bracket. So usually I would consider him the two seed because no one's going to take Tanafu's one, but they did a one versus the East and West, and he's in the East and Tanafu's in the West, Bill. So, or Thomas Blair, yep, Mr. Blair. But uh, he's he's definitely looked good. I've been impressed. He's He's come around, and you can definitely see he's got some talent. Yep, so that's, that's pretty good. Any other things? I saw we had several people, a lot of people on again tonight. Last night's feed, you know what we had for the bracket stuff? We had thou over a thousand some people watch that thing last night. Awesome. That's, for, for a normal show, that's pretty good. People are excited to see those brackets, and we don't have a lot of changes. I know we had some coaches saying there's going to be some changes or some email, but uh, when I went to the meeting tonight, there was it, the brackets were froze unless there was a, a change. Like they weren't gonna like go in and reseed anything, and they did talk about the 106. That's one thing I want to say before I go. The 106, it was all based on criteria, and once they froze the bracket, then they got to 126, and they almost had another situation like the six, and that would have been where the second guy, because of the criteria, would have been the one seed over another guy, and they refused to do it. The coach refused to, to have his JV guy beat the one seed because it was oh. based, based on record and type things in the East. And he said, well, he should be it. And he goes, no, I'm not going to allow it. He's, he's not my best kid. So, so then, well, we need to open up six again, one of the Bismarck High coaches, and they said, no, it's froze. <laughs> you, know, you should have fought about it. If you really wanted to fight about it and say, guess what, your kid – doesn't deserve it. it's the other way around you should have said it that's at six right that's what that's what kind of happened there that's what i heard at least that's that's how the coaches explained it to me because i was not there but that's so they told me uh i did talk to randy berwick he's excited and ready to go but there is a link there for the state booklet again i'm gonna then bill any last words no more okay nope. we're I good we, we will we'll catch you guys tomorrow guys it's it's i'm happy we're here state wrestling tournament you know promote promote the sport still you know we got lots of wrestling coming in the future we'll talk to you guys later thanks for joining us you've been listening to dakota grappler live your source for wrestling in the dakotas check us out and subscribe to our webpage and youtube channel at dakotagrappler.com now go promote wrestling